even if I do things well, I don't want to have a special day for merely doing what's expected of me by a society that has no idea what the world's best dad should even look like. Welcome to Truth, Love, Parents, where we use God's Word to become intentional, premeditated parents. Here's your host, A.M. Brewster. Happy almost Father's Day. You know, I love celebrating, but I hate celebrating things that aren't worth it. A two-year-old who successfully uses the toilet may be entitled to an M&M, but your average 17-year-old is just not going to get candy from me after going potty. Now, what does this have to do with Father's Day and parents in general? Well, you're a parent, so am I. But whether or not we deserve something like Father's Day or Mother's Day is a completely different matter. But more on that in a minute. Have you LSR'd lately? To LSR means to listen and learn, subscribe and share, write and review. Subscribing, rating, and reviewing only have to be done once, and listening, learning, and sharing can be done every Tuesday and Friday when we post our new episodes. If you'd like to subscribe, rate, and review, all you have to do is search for Truth Love Parent in iTunes and click on our show and have at it. So, are you a parent who's worthy of a celebration? But I'm a parent, you say. Think of everything I've ever done for my child. They better celebrate. Well, can we be a little bit more honest for a moment? I mean, number one, this first one's primarily for dads, but it takes relatively little effort to become a biological father. And admittedly, it's kind of fun. So I'm not impressed that we're sperm donors. In fact, this act is so easy that it's daily taken for granted. Every day, countless children are massacred because a baby was created accidentally. So we're biological fathers. Big deal. Number two, I'm also not amazed that we put food on the table, a roof over their heads or clothes on their backs. Let me admit that I'm speaking specifically with the typical American parent in mind when I say that providing the basic necessities of life isn't so momentous that it's worthy of its own special day. It's called doing our jobs. Please also remember that this is coming from someone who, according to the U.S. government, makes enough money to qualify me for the title in poverty. So, if I, a man who makes so little money, the government puts me into the poverty level, can provide all the basic needs of my kids, I, I don't really think that deserves a celebration. Number three, how about this? You know, we're men of the house. We're the parents. Well, these phrases are extremely subjective, but basically they tend to mean that when we speak, people move. It doesn't take into consideration the way we speak or what we say when we speak. It just sums up the fact that we're the boss and the people in the homes do what we say. They have another day to celebrate these people. It's called Hug a Dictator Day. Okay, I'm, I'm kidding. They don't really have that day. But seriously, is any of this deserving of national notice? Honestly, I'd rather attend a kindergarten graduation, which I find fundamentally unbeneficial, than celebrate or be celebrated just because I managed to procreate feed my kids, or keep them under my thumb. And even if I do those things well, I don't want to have a special day for merely doing what's expected of me by society that has no idea what the world's best dad should even look like. So, let's consider a mother or father really worth celebrating. I propose that we are not worthy of the joys of Father's Day cards, special lunches, or a world's best dad shirt unless the following things are part of our daily dadness, or momness. The first is this. If you really want to be worthy of a celebration, introduce your kids to their spiritual father. We talked about this last time as we discussed evangelism parenting. You see, being a biological father or mother is merely a shadow of the relationship God wants to have with our kids. 
If I bring them into the world but cut them off from the one relationship that will actually guarantee their success in this life and the next, my act of fathering was cruel. My biggest priority needs to be speaking and living the gospel. And that's how Deuteronomy 6 describes the parent taking God's word and introducing it to the life of the child at every moment of the day. Number two, providing the truth that causes material possessions to have value. There can be no true safety, comfort, or pleasure in this life if they're experienced outside God's truth. If I give my children bread, but I do not teach them to eat it all to the glory of God, I failed them. If I provide a house, but do not build its foundation on God's word, the quote-unquote protection my home provides becomes a lie. If I give them clothes, but do not introduce them to the lifestyle their Savior commands them to put on, I have merely dressed a corpse. And three, I need to lead according to God's plan, not my own. This has to do with the fifth way to parent that we discussed in episodes 26 through 27. If my precepts grow out of my annoyances or aggravations, I'm teaching my children to avoid certain behaviors so as not to upset dad. But when I make God's will the basis of my edicts, I'm giving my kids an eternal worldview with which to function perfectly in all relationships of life. This also affects the way I lead. How I speak becomes as important as what I say. The typical hard, gruff dad is simply unbiblical. By the way, when I say lead, of course, please realize that the best leaders are first followers, like we discussed in episode 7. Let's admit it. None of us really deserve a Father's Day or a Mother's Day if we aren't passionately doing the things listed above. Sure, some people may argue that there's nothing wrong with taking Dad out to lunch on Father's Day, even if he is a bum. And I suppose that that may be par for the course in a country where we frequently celebrate the mediocre and parade the base. But I don't want that for me. And I hope you don't want it for you. And I don't believe God does either. I hope you're looking forward to our next three episodes. Blogger and speaker Natasha Crane will be chatting with me about the best children's devotionals, her book, and your parenting questions. Don't miss that three-part series starting next time. And like I mentioned earlier, don't forget to LSR. You can start by subscribing on iTunes. Listen, I love being a parent, but I want to be a parent of whom my God is proud. Those are the best parents. Those parents are worth celebrating. So go be that parent. Truth, Love, Parent is part of the Evermind Ministries family and is dedicated to helping you become an intentional, premeditated parent. Join us next time as we search God's Word for the truth your family needs today.